hey, hey, and welcome to Corona 2.0. We've got a live audience in the house tonight, Yay! ready to party up Yay! because we can't party no more come midnight. Who do we have here? Who's here? Who, who do we have here? Oh, hi, everyone. It's Jess. Hi, it's Victoria. Oh, we have a Victoria in the house from Victoria. Yeah. Get out of town. Unfortunately, Victorias aren't very popular at the moment, but <laughs> so be it. We just basically became the Mexicans, didn't we, guys? South the... of the border and we're not allowed. Someone's <laughs> going to build a wall. <laughs> oh. Nice. Oh, the Corona. The corona, did you? You had a corona, didn't you? Well, As in the beer. Corona. <laughs> Apparently, corona shares are at an all time low. <laughs> but not for Victoria. <laughs> She's buying those shares up. <laughs> I think it's like comes back to like the Mexicans and corona, doesn't it, Victoria? <laughs> what? I'm not really sure where we're going with this. <laughs> so, Daniel Andrews had to make the big call, didn't he? Top bloke. Top bloke, let's talk about towers. Come on, let's talk oh, about wow. towers. Okay. Being oh, we're there. going straight there, are we? <laughs> yeah, let's we talk ease about that. Our way in. Yeah. I was, I was about got... to say, I think the jury's out on top bloke, but we'll go straight to the towers. <laughs> so, we're not talking about the twin towers, we're talking about the towers <laughs> in <laughs> Melbourne. Let's provide some context for our international listeners because we've got so many of them. Um, so... <laughs> Maybe one or two friends. <laughs> Maybe one or two. Yeah, yeah, that's about Basically. it. Basically. <laughs> Um, so yeah, they had to lock down the towers. There was nine of them that got locked down. The Whereabouts, pump, James? Um, you, would you like to tell us, Jess? No. <laughs> would you like to tell us, Victoria? Well, I think most of them were in Flemington and North Melbourne. I think they're the biggest oh, two. Yeah. Um, and was it like one that actually, cause I actually haven't read the articles. All I know is what I've seen on the news. Yeah. So... Was did it start with one building or were they all like infected? Are they like tell me more? So from what I can understand and what the papers were reporting, that mm-hmm. there were seven cases um, that were confirmed, and they had residents at several of the uh, public housing that the government is responsible for, mm. and they decided to lock them down. And there was a lot of backlash, yeah, online, wasn't there? I think it's backlash that it was a hard lockdown and I yeah. think everyone else has been given opportunities to, you know, know that it was coming and these people, I think, just returned home to realise that they were in lockdown and, you know, couldn't go out, couldn't get supplies, were just not prepared for the fact that they're living in apartments and basically can't leave for the foreseeable future. So yeah. I guess they were trying to leave, isn't it? And the cops were just like, no, yeah, not allowed out. Basically. And they were just cracking it. You know, I think they've been calling them vertical cruise ships. Is that the right expression? (laughs) Of course they are. (laughs) Yes, I think vertical um, cruise Cruise ships ships. is a very good term for it. (laughs) I I didn't come up with that by myself, by the way. That's something I have taken from someone else. (laughs) Probably ABC News. Just putting it up there. Shout out to ABC News. Shout out to them, Al. Big sponsor. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, they're actually there were like kids like on the top levels, isn't it? They were putting out signs so to the public like, saying, let us out. Like we were in I might Afghanistan have, or something. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Like I might have an, 
unpopular opinion here, but I'm thinking maybe we all need to be in a hard lockdown. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe the Chinese yeah. got it right. Yeah. I think that yeah. the biggest thing is that, you know, it all started with that couple down on the Mornington Peninsula, didn't it? Oh, holidaying Aspen one day, infecting their friends the next. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I'm positive, but let's go out for lunch. Who wants to come? <laughs> Didn't they throw a dinner party? Yeah, they threw a dinner yeah, party. Dinner party. Sorry, dinner, dinner party, party with a side of different corona. <laughs> We're just infecting everybody in here tonight, having a good party. But I think that same, you know, perspective, people still have it these days. They don't seem to really care. And that's the gist that mm. I'm getting is a lot of people know they're infected and they're still going about their daily lives. Yeah, it's kind of like the shopping centers, right? People were getting tested, waiting for results. But you know what? There's a sheet for like 10 bucks that I forgot to buy like all these years. Let's just buy it now. Yeah, well, well that is what, an essential yeah, item. It's an essential <laughs> item apparently. So, yeah. So that they're letting the team you know down, what? I would say. I'm going to go get I'm going to get tested. I'm going to, you know, wait, 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 wait to get tested. And then I've just got tested. You know what I need? I need food, though. I've just realized I need food because they're telling me I need to go straight into lockdown. But I need food. That's essential. Like, come on. (laughs) I think home delivery is back up and so is click and click. So unsure. But I'm just mystified about why people are refusing tests. Like, what is this about? I just don't understand. It's just three seconds of what? Torture. It's not. James has been tested. I got tested. And he told me. I got tested. and You cried, didn't you, James? You cried. They poked it so far up my nose that a tea came out. Okay. I don't cry. That's a bit dramatic, James. I think that was in your dreams, to be honest. (laughs) Nah. They literally stick it up in your nose. It's two seconds of uncomfortableness. But it doesn't hurt. No, it doesn't hurt. It just is like an immune. I think it's just a reaction because Mm. it's so you're not used to something going up your nose. And then it just made my eye water and that was it. Yeah, that's not bad. And it's accurate results instead of spitting in that cup that doesn't doesn't, give you you accurate results. I just think... Mm. You know, is the word pussy is allowed on your show, but I feel like... <laughs> Explicit content will tick the box, don't you worry. <laughs> I think lots of people are just being a bit, you know, overly sensitive. Yeah. I've heard stories of people hiding in their backyards because they don't want to get tested. It's like, come on. Even fleeing yeah. the border. They're going next level, aren't they? Bloody well getting bogged in the mud. Letting say the, that? Yeah. <laughs> letting the team down. Yeah. So I think it's disappointing that we have so many people refusing to be tested. Mm. We have it's disappointing people with coronavirus that's still doing the wrong thing. I'm not sure why the message isn't getting through. But mm. despite all these deficiencies that seem to be happening in Victoria at the moment, and don't get me started on the hotel quarantine saga. <laughs> oh, don't get me started on the hotel quarantine saga. I feel like I've probably never been prouder to be Victorian. I feel like this anti-Victoria sentiment that's coming across is making me very Dan Andrews. Like, why would you want to go to South Australia anyway? I know. And while we're at it, why would you want to go to WA, Tasmania, <laughs> New South Wales, Queensland and the Northern Territory? Sorry to isolate all our other viewers from around Australia, but I just, Victoria, the place to be. <laughs> Yeah, we've got wineries. We've got everything. Can't visit any of them, but doesn't mean we don't have them. <laughs> yeah, basically. look at them on Google. <laughs> it's very true. You know, we've all got now six weeks to focus on ourselves yeah, and our own well-being, self-development. Exactly. Yeah. So, what are we gonna be doing the next six weeks, guys? 
Um, obviously, we're uh, all in the house. I've kind of forgotten, like, the first lockdown, to be honest. I kind of went... I didn't go crazy when lockdown was over, of you course not. You didn't go not. crazy. No. All I did was, like, go outside, really. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, I'm allowed to go outside and do what I want. But not really. <laughs> At the same time. You're only allowed to be out to exercise. It's true. Exercise be... to go to work if you can't work from home. Care or caregiving or shop for mm. essential items. You know, just ask me to be your government spokesperson for the next problem <laughs> solved. Basically. Uh, so when are we... Do you think, like, after the lockdown that this will all be, you know, fixed, that the virus would have stopped, <sighs> that we would have, you know... Learned like, a lesson yeah. from first time round? Well, I hope so. Okay. One can only hope and dream, but, you know, people need to get the message through their noggins to stop and just, you know, think about the next person. I think maybe we shouldn't accept any more return travellers because we clearly don't know how to quarantine them. (laughs) Um, So let's leave that to the other states. They seem to be doing a good job. Um, I would hope so, but I think... I don't know, really... I think it's interesting, though, like if you look back at the Spanish influenza and, you know, mm, fun 100 fact, years ago, isn't yeah. it? Fun fact. Does anyone know why it's called the Spanish influenza? It started in Spain. I have no idea. That no. is incorrect. You no. do not win a million dollars. It's actually interesting because it happened. It started during World War One, and obviously the press was getting censored in lots of the countries so they weren't reporting on the fact that they had the Spanish influenza but Spain mm. was actually not a party to World War One, and so they were the only country that wasn't censoring their press so really? they were the first country to report the Spanish influenza so there you go when pub trivia is back up and running you'll know the answer <laughs> to that question <laughs> that's really like I don't know it's yeah, interesting know because Testing, you know, has been going on quite extensively, especially in Victoria. Um, I think, like, how many tests happens only the other day mm. was like... I think yesterday was the highest. I think they were yeah. saying there was 26,000 tests. Over a million Victorians have now been tested. I think, you know, 5 million of us are going on lockdown tonight and maybe we just go door to door and get everyone tested. And if you don't get tested, do a little China and just weld the door shut. <laughs> Big and believe door. it or not, I'm actually from the left and I believe in civil liberties, but, you know, yeah. it's a disaster zone down here. Well, if you believe the media. Yeah. Very negative. It is gets, very negative. But they need to get us. the point across. Yeah. That, I, yeah. Like going back to the Spanish influenza, you know, they had the second wave and I think that's what we're seeing in Victoria here. Mm. And, you know, the second wave was worse than the first wave, but I think... Mm. You know, there's a lot of good lessons to come out of the Spanish influenza and how people reacted. And, you know, they did return to normal life. And I think people can get very negative about where we're going with this. But we will return to some normality someday. And it's I think... It's going to take a lot of time, a lot of patience. Exactly. But I doing think the right thing. We'll be better for it. Right. And we'll mm-hmm. appreciate the small things that we obviously took for granted. Yeah, like spending time with your family... 
and just getting that you know just the basic communication instead of coming home stressed or like exhausted after work playing board games together sitting around actually talking and communicating instead of getting wasted at the pub yeah having a chicken palmer yeah personally i'm gonna miss getting a massage but you know (laughs) priorities first world problems (laughs) you know and i think we're lucky to live in a great country and I know for not everyone in the country like their home life's not great so you know I'm not oversimplifying it but I think compared to the rest of the world we have so far got off pretty scot-free mm. and I think you know we need to count our blessings and just really get back in line and toe the line so we mm. can return to you know COVID normal and then eventually a new normal because the Spanish influenza kind of just died out and you know fingers crossed that's what will happen with corona vaccine or no vaccine yeah it'll just lose its power I agree he is hoping absolutely yeah I think that's what we can hope for isn't it hope and pray really and do the right thing have some consideration for other people yeah I think the biggest thing though is like you know so often you know, things affect you personally and you're locked up. And it's interesting because you get two different sides of the coin. You get the side of the coin who goes, oh, I'm locked up. I've got to undergo quarantine. What am I going to do for the next 14 days? Then mental health, they start thinking about all of that. Yeah, so what can I do for myself for the next 14 days and then you have the complete opposite the people who are just like i'm locked up for 14 days mm-hmm. i don't know what to do it's giving you know it's bringing back triggers i've had experiences in my life where mm. i've been locked up and i haven't felt good well, it's and just situations yeah. they're not dealing with and they've just been suppressing suppressing with work yeah. going out doing this doing that and when it really hits them in lockdown. So it's really important to reach out to someone yeah. just to make sure that you're being like heard. Like as I also everyone. think in this day and age that we fill our lives with a lot of things and we're not mm. prepared to listen to the silence of our own thoughts. Yeah. And, you know, and I also think sometimes we kind of get too stuck in our own thoughts. You know, I think yeah. that's important to acknowledge your and mental overthink. health yeah. and to spend time with yourself and have a healthy relationship there. But I think, too, when you look at this lockdown, you think this is your duty to the wider community and your duty to other citizens and, you know, the vulnerable people out there, people, you know, who have compromised immune systems. And you should play your part. It's, you know, not to be too dramatic, but it's basically a war. And mm. if every soldier plays their part, then we should get through this yeah. together for and the better. Yeah. yeah, and that's, you know, like you were saying, is that there's a lot of people with, you know, um, immune systems and medical conditions that leave them vulnerable. Mm. And it's about understanding that it's part of the bigger picture is that there is people out there. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's a friend, you know, it's your best friend's son. It's your best friend's Everyone has a yeah. very unique an story auntie, and it's just understanding. And I think let's like elephant in the room, but I'm not sure why we don't, you know, put a bigger value on the elderly. Like I'm mm. not sure why people think it's acceptable that like, oh, well, they're all like, they're so going to go eventually. Yeah, exactly. We're all going to go eventually. I think, you know, but they're, yeah, they may not be able to tell us what they really feel, but to have some, again, this- consideration. 
whether it's you're like, young or old to just understand. Everyone has grandparents, so yeah. I'm not sure why you'd be willing to sign anyone's death certificate. Yeah. But also two things are certain in life for all of us, and that's deaths and taxes. So <laughs> I'm not you're sure why anyone thinks that they're above dying because we're all gonna end there one day and let's mm. not make people go there sooner than they need be yeah. Yeah. there's something you can do yeah do it and can we also just talk about another elephant in the room oh. but why are we not wearing masks like <laughs> this just baffles me didn't it start with oh if you have the virus contain it by wearing a mask and then it became oh everyone should wear a mask and then that dropped off and no one was wearing a mask well i thought i heard a medical expert on the news saying well if we wear masks people will get too comfortable and stop social distancing it's like well obviously that's already an issue so (laughs) let's move on to the next thing like it's true i it's true i'm just baffled what do you think james I think that it's just very much a common kind of cultural thing, especially mm-hmm. in Japan and Asian countries, that if I am sick, I am going to protect everyone around me. And it's that kind of sacrifice that I'm going to contain it to myself. And that is why I'm going to put on a face mask, mm. is I want to look after you and I want to keep it within me, within my immune system and not spread it to you. And that's very much a cultural kind of thing that they do. And I feel like it's something that's not culturally kind of done in Australia. It's something that we're not used to. People are and very laid back here. Yeah, that's laid the back. And it's yeah. just like, oh, why am I going to wear a face mask? This is a bit extreme. But yeah. the reason you're going to wear it is because you want to basically keep whatever is mm. happening. If you've got any signs or symptoms, a runny nose, but I a think cold, now they're mm. saying you have maybe, you know, you might not be symptomatic Mm. and so i think you know if we all start wearing face masks and that's the common i've been to safeway i've been to bunnings there's lots of people out there and you know people can't always maintain social distances or you get a bit close and god forbid someone runs past you because apparently they're like sweats very dangerous um (laughs) but i just think that if we're all wearing them, then we're just going to lower the chance and the spread of it. And Because they made it mandatory in London, didn't they? That you have to, on public transport and whatnot, when you're walking around, you have to wear a mask. It's like, now. I think maybe it's time for us as people to take the initiative and think, you know, this should be our new normal and we don't need to wait for government instruction on this. And if we do it to protect other people and other people start doing it, then we can stop the spread of COVID-19. And I'm not sure why the government's been so reluctant to introduce masks when it seems like even non-Asian countries like the United States, the UK, they're all wearing them. So I'm not sure what makes Australia so exceptional. (laughs) Mm. It's true. Yeah. Well, did you see the politicians in the the US um, debating masks, face masks, and a lot of them weren't wearing them? Mm. Uh, Donald Trump came out and was not wearing a face mask. He's worn one, I think, a few times and only for a few minutes and has taken it off. Um, And then he wanted to have fireworks at his... And he had a uh, luncheon. I don't think anyone for the 4th of July party or whatever he was holding in Washington was wearing face masks. So Mm. maybe that's a Republican thing. I'm not sure. (laughs) I can't comment. Yeah, they they just didn't really seem to care, did they? No. 
And the, we'll just the, put it on pause just for one day. The of virus celebration. numbers are out of control in America, but you know Donald Trump's got some good advice there. They're just testing too many people, so if you stop testing people, you'll have less cases. There you go. Problem solved. Do you think that's, if that's that there's logic right there? <laughs> right there. Do you think that's might have happened in a, you know in Australia? There's been a lot of talk that that other states are now with zero community transmission but they're not testing as much figures as victoria has been testing now we're getting more accurate figures is do you think that the figures are accurate and do you think that the protests that have been happening in adelaide and in other states um could be contributing and the easing off of restrictions could not see a flare up there i think the easing of restrictions is probably going to see up a flare yeah flare up if i can speak up there (laughs) lots of ups there um but i think you know victoria's testing has been strong and hopefully we are finding the cases that are out there and we can control it and contain it but i think there's a real risk at the rate that the rest of australia is opening up that there's Mm. probably is going to be some resurgence because it clearly doesn't take much this thing spreads like wildfire they say it's three times more contagious now than it was at the original because of... There's different strains, yeah. isn't it, that's developing from the original? Yeah. Yeah, well, I think I heard level. that if we do develop a vaccine, that we're going to need probably multiple vaccines because mm. there's now multiple strands of COVID. So It's like the common flu, isn't it, and the different strands, but now this has like got a lot of, like a bit of a kick to it, <laughs> in other words. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm just like, I don't know if anyone listening feels the same, but I still think I'm going to wake up one day and this will probably all be a bad dream. Oh. I'm still waiting. It's been a few months. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's here. I think it's going to happen. But Um, I just feel like, you know, what's the end game for this? this You know, will we still be talking about COVID-19 in two years, five years? And I think that's the unknown. And I think that's the hard thing for people going back in lockdown is not knowing, is six weeks going to do it? No. Are there going to be more And then opening up to the rest of the world when America's had, you know, a totally different approach of just kind of letting it happen and unfolding, kind of like what Spanish influenza did around the world of just, you know, we did try and do quarantine in different parts of the world, but in the end, most of the countries just let it run its course. Well, I think Australia was really effective in flying the Spanish influenza because obviously we've got the biggest, you know, moat around our country. Mm. Um, but I think that we were also successful. For example, Port Nepean was opened as a quarantine centre. I think that's probably... You know, if they talk about the towers being vertical cruise ships, I'm not sure why hotels aren't vertical cruise ships for COVID to spread, but, you know, just my not here to point fingers. <laughs> uh, security guards are not wearing masks as well. well. I think there's a lot of questions that need to be answered. <laughs> and, you know, I think the feeling across Victoria is, you know, we're sick of fingers being pointed when really it's probably started from the top. And obviously people have to take responsibility for individual actions within those centres. But I think real question marks remain about why certain unqualified people were in charge of something that's so potentially lethal 
and dangerous to our society and not just our society's health, but the economy, people's livelihoods, people's mental health. What do we think is going to happen with the economy, guys? You know, we've, we've basically had to shut a lot of businesses. And there's a lot of people going through significant financial pressure at the moment. So and many stress. people. Um, yeah. And I think them. that, you know, that's such a major factor in <laughs> mental health, also in family violence mm. and in a lot of aspects that happen. And it's like, how are we going to fix the economy? <laughs> It's true. You it's know, people talk about years. World War One and then the Great Depression coming, but, you know, they forget the Spanish influenza also ended like World War One too. So, you know, it doesn't look promising, but I think there's at least stimulus. I think the government recognises it. Obviously, you know, I really just hope this six weeks works and, you know, we go into lockdown tonight at midnight. People take it seriously. You know, people do report people doing the wrong thing and people maintain their social distances. We don't have 4,000 people down at Bunnings on the weekend. And What is with that? The home renovations were crazy. Even Kmart, all of it. It was... Well, isn't Kmart just completely out of stock? Yeah, until, it's still, isn't is it, it? For a couple yeah. of... They were saying for like a couple of months. months yeah, just like because it's just bare. had a second wave happen in Beijing. Um, it's just a nightmare. Yeah, it's become absolutely a logistical nightmare trying to get the stock back in the stores. Yeah. And because people are taking it off the shelves like hotcakes. They are. Yeah. They're joining Everyone... that big ass line and they're just going for it. <laughs> Do you think we're going to see lots of YouTube videos like the block on lockdown, like people doing their own renovation <laughs> shows? Uh... I wouldn't be surprised. It's going to be immaculate houses. <laughs> yeah, no one has an excuse for having like a poor garden come next year because you had lots of time to be out there and lots of time to be, you know, making your house look presentable. It's yeah. very true. I'm not sure, like we're talking about the economy, so I'm not sure where everyone's getting their money from. But <laughs> but by the, oh, Kmart, let's just, you know, spend a couple of hundred. We'll be right. Don't worry. <laughs> You can get a lot for a couple hundred. (laughs) Just throw it on the credit card and I've also paused my house mortgage because I can. (laughs) Oh, dear. Um, So do we want to talk quickly about TikTok? Come on, Jess. Oh, I'm just gutted about that. As soon as I saw the article, actually my friend sent it to me and I was like, you're kidding. (laughs) Because I've got all my videos that have gone crazy during the first isolation. Now I just had to save Everyone's all my videos. TikTok because of isolation. It's a good old laugh. It's and a lot you know, of random like, stuff. All those um, like dominoes, cards falling, like the amount of time that it would have taken I to know. set that up. Some and of these. Like, what's to the end? And yeah. you're like, oh, okay, I'll watch the end. And it's like, how long did this take? And I'm like, probably three days yeah. to set this one up. The effort some people and go I didn't through. And it just went wrong in the middle. <laughs> like, well, what happened? I've seen a few yeah. videos where it's gone wrong and then they've just tapped it again. I was like, yeah, yeah I would have done that too. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I won't lie. I don't have tiktok really? i'm kind of still on the anti tiktok i know wow. i'm on a losing battle but <laughs> you got six up. weeks you you're gonna get catch up <laughs> you gotta catch up yeah like i randomly might see one or two videos that are still posted to instagram but i'm mm. just fighting probably the dying battle like people who thought they would never get an iphone <laughs> everyone's got a smartphone now <laughs> 
Because that's the thing, isn't it? I felt with me when I first started TikTok, I was just watching it and only getting like four hours sleep. It got to a point where I'd be permanently on it. And then I had to like, I think before I started like downloading or doing my own little videos, I actually deleted TikTok <laughs> just to stop that so I can get a good night's sleep. Try yeah. having a child. That'll end <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You um, have a legitimate but, reason. Well, <laughs> speaking of COVID babies, let's wait and see what happens at the end of this lockdown. We'll see the first well, wave. No one's dating. No one's been able to date for six weeks and now six weeks, no one's dating. Well, we're doing online dating. We're doing online dating. Ugh. The FaceTime. But you still can go visit your partner if yeah. you have an intimate partner. Yeah. Or if you can find an intimate partner on the internet and you're willing to make it official without meeting, you know, power to you. Did you hear about that guy that was washing his car and he got pulled up by the cops in the first isolation? No. And they're like, why aren't you at home? What are you doing washing your car? And he got a fine. I don't know for how much, but he was like, I'm going on a date that on, t- on Tinder. I'm going was on a Tinder date. Excuse? That I was heard his about excuse. That guy. Yeah. I heard about him, but I never heard why he was washing his car other than he needed to wash his car. Like, I think it's a blurry <laughs> line, you know. Getting puzzles is an essential, but obviously washing your car isn't. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining thank us. Thank you, Victoria. Thank it's you been so a much. great convo. Yeah. And um, everyone, woo. Stay safe. 2.0 Corona. Yeah. What are you going to do? Get tested. <laughs> get tested. That's what you can do. Get tested. Stay safe. And like, let's get through this. Definitely. And, um, you know, hopefully everyone else gets it and we can tell the rest of Australia to, like, get lost. <laughs> hopefully. I, Fingers that's, crossed. No, I'm joking. no I'm joking. Let's get through this and, you know, if we can't get through it, God, no country can. <laughs> Just remember yeah. to like, subscribe, comment. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Stay safe.